Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. In California, stores with more than 500 employees will now be fined if they don't have a gender-neutral toy section. What's the point of this? Why are they doing this? We've seen the left really go after our kids, encouraging them to be transgender, sowing confusion about gender, and then also attacking parental rights. But California, it's more pronounced. I mean, this stuff is happening in real time. And what the left is doing in California is what they want to do to the rest of the country. So it's important to pay attention, particularly when you have someone like Gavin Newsom, who clearly wants to run for president one day. We're going to talk to a guy named Greg Burt. He's the vice president of the California Family Council. He's been tracking legislation from the state capital of Sacramento, really covering a lot of these issues, the the assault on parental rights, this attack on kids. So we're going to talk to him about what's happening in California, what could happen in the rest of the country, and why you should care. Stay tuned for Greg Burt, vice president of the California Family Council. Greg, it's so great to have you on the show. Um, I saw a quote that you had made about what we're about to discuss in a Fox News article. And so I reached out to have you on the show. So appreciate you making the time. Oh, appreciate it. Glad to be here. California now has a law where stores with more than 500 employees will be fined for not having a gender neutral toy section. Tell us about what is this? You know, go through this with us. Take us through it. Yeah, this idea came up uh, back in 2020 from a guy named Evan Lowe. Uh, he's part of uh, the LGBT caucus, a guy that identifies as a, a gay man. Um, and he had a eight-year-old, I think it was one of his staff's children, uh, that told him that he she was really upset when she goes into a, a store, um, that those that store tells her what uh, clothes and toys that she should play with based on gender. And she didn't like that. She didn't want to be meaning she walked in and she saw a boy's section and a girl's section for clothes, or she saw an aisle with boy toys or with girl toys. And she didn't want, she thought that was pushing her uh, into a certain 
category. Uh, and she didn't like that. She thought that was a bad message. And so she went to this, she went to Evan Lowe and Evan Lowe, instead of trying to persuade the girl to, you know, maybe persuade the store to change their marketing or, you know, maybe advocate for a store that's gender neutral. She decided uh, that, you know, you go to your legislator and the legislator will make the store change all their messaging about gender. And so the first bill that was introduced actually was going to ban uh, separating clothes by uh, sex and not just toys, but clothes and uh, uh, toys. Nothing could be separated by sex anymore. But that bill didn't go anywhere. Um, so he came back the next year uh, with this current bill, and it was going to mandate that all the big box stores have a special section where there are simply uh, that it's a gender neutral. And in that gender neutral section, you would find all the clothes for boys and girls mixed together and all the toys that were marketed for boys and girls mixed together. Um, and there was actually a guy, his name was Rob Smith. Um, he actually had, uh, he was a designer and he had designed a, a, a line of clothes for kids who didn't want to identify as either gender. Right. And so he was the one now they brought him in and he wanted, he was having a hard time getting his clothes into in big box stores. Right. But if there is a special section for gender neutral clothes, well, then that's where he could sell his products. But eventually we pointed that out, that this was a great marketing strategy for him to mandate a section for his, his product. But they eventually weeded it down, and now it was simply uh, a section for toys. So there has to be a gender-neutral section just for toys that have a, 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 I don't know, a reasonable amount of toys that are already marketed for boys and girls. It's a little confusing how any store is going to be able to comply. Well, and so this is happening. I mean, this is going into effect January 1st. There's going to be a $500 fine if the store fails to create this. Um, you know, I, I mean, it seems like the whole point is to create confusion, right? So a, a kid walks into a store, they, you know, they see gender neutral. I mean, at a very young age, I mean, it seems like the point is just to create confusion among young people. It is a, a philosophy that really is is trying to erase gender altogether, right? That... Uh, and it, it kind of ignores this fact that, you know, uh, marketers are out there trying to sell their product, right? And they've noticed that boys like certain things and girls like certain things, and they've created their store to appeal to that, right? And so you have a boys section, not trying to tell boys that they have to play with these toys, but they've noticed that uh, generally most boys like to play with these and when they market them to in that way they sell more toys right <laughs> and so but that is that is a, a message that uh some folks who want gender to uh disappear or or be a multiple a, a, a multitude of different genders that that offends them and so they're out promoting their philosophy and they're not just like trying to persuade you anymore. They're using the force of law to tell private organizations what gender messages they can send. Right. It, it, that's why I think it's really uh, it opens a Pandora's box because, you know, once an activist can come into your store and and try and dictate your marketing strategy uh, doesn't like a particular message that's being sent, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll be never ending. Right. Uh, you will lose your ability to uh, 
market. You're, you're using your free speech is being violated. What's happening is the government is now compelling a particular gender message that a store has to send. And if you don't send the right one, well, then you're going to get fined. You'd mentioned an eight-year-old girl that was the genesis of this. I have a hard time believing that an eight-year-old would concoct this on their own. Like, it's their own. I mean, it seems like this is something that, you know, a parent would be, you know, the conversations in the household, you know, the parent. Like, what eight-year-old comes up with that on their own? Sure. I mean, here in California, our schools are are now overwhelmed with messages about gender. Right, right from uh, right from the start, kids are told that gender is not something that you're born with. It is something you get to decide, and you decide it based on how you feel. Right, and those and nobody can tell you if you know your feelings are boy feelings or girl feelings. So everybody is now confused about not everybody, but it, the more and more kids are confused about gender. Um, who am I, you know, how do I determine what gender I am? Uh, you know, you can no longer trust your biology. So, and I am, I am sure that this, this kid was simply a good marketing ploy. Like who wants to testify against a child? Right. (laughs) Um, and, and, and they, they, this is part of the plan, right. That all gendered. I mean, if, listen, if, if, if they don't want clothes separated by gender for kids, and they get that established. You know, the next thing they're going to do is is all women's and men's sections will go away, right? And everything will be blended. And so, yeah, it's, so the whole, it's the whole concept that we are a a binary human being, either male or female. That is what they are fighting, and and they're pushing it in through everywhere. I mean, you know, it, it's in the schools, it's in uh, medicine, it's in education. Um, you know, it's in the law. I mean, here in California, you can pick on your license. You, and you under S, the set you put your sex on your license, and you can pick whatever gender you want, right? Male or female. It doesn't it doesn't have to based on biology. And so, it's it, we are fighting a huge battle, and we're just advocating as a you know we're a Christian organization. We're simply advocating for reality, uh, and that we are created beings, male or female. And, you know, and, and not everyone has to like the same things, right? I mean, there's obviously some gender stereotypes that, you know, kid, girls shouldn't play sports and boys shouldn't, you know, be involved in dancing or, or or the arts, right? I mean, so those are things that people have gone overboard on. And, you know, the, uh, you know, but the fact that your biology doesn't determine have any effect on what sex you are. Is just insane. And this is, you know, deeper than that, than, you know, just because you were talking about like girls shouldn't play, right? I mean, I mean, this is to deny common sense, to deny the way we are made as humans, you know, and, and it's being reinforced throughout the country, but it's more pronounced in, in California. Take us through some of the more offensive things that are happening in your stakes. I, I think there's a, a big concern that, you know, one, we're, we're seeing kids targeted as we're having this conversation. And then secondly, just this erosion of parental rights and the erosion of parental rights is to prevent the people who would stand in the way of, you know, sowing that confusion in in their kids. So, you know, take us through, uh, I guess, some of the more aggressive things that are happening in in California that people should be aware of. This stuff started like a decade, two decades ago, right? Um, I mean, one of the bills that was passed back in 2012 was a bill that said that we're at schools, public schools, that 
kids can use uh, bathrooms or be on sport teams no longer based on their biological sex, but based on their gender identity, right? And I don't think, I think back then there were so few kids who identified as trans. I think people, oh, just, just how, what a big a deal is this going to cause, right? Um, but now, uh, the, you know, a bigger chunk of the population is identifying uh, as something other than their own sex, you know, it's it's becoming an issue. And this particular bill, um, you know, obviously let boys go in girls' bathrooms and play them, uh, boys play on girls' sports teams. I mean, that's one part of it. But the, the Department of Ed has, from that particular law, they have now said that that children have privacy rights and that schools must protect those privacy rights, um, especially regarding their gender identity. And they need to keep that. If a kid comes out as a different gender, they need to keep that secret from their parents. And they're saying the law mandates this. And so uh, teachers are put in the position of having to talk to a child with a particular pronoun and name at school but then when they talk to their parents, if the child doesn't want the parents to know, they have to use their original name and pronoun when talking to the parents, right? And this has become very confusing and a problematic when you've got seven, eight kids in your class who identify as different genders and they haven't told their parents. I mean, you can imagine what position the, the teacher is in to constantly trying to keep the name straight, deceiving parents. It's caused a, a, and this is a Department of Ed policy that's that's advocated into every school. Now it's not re, there. The state says it's required, but we have we have school districts who are now resisting. And we put forth a policy last year that simply uh, it was a notification policy that said, "Hey, if and it was it was very simple. It, it simply said, "Hey, if a child is asking to be a different gender at school and they want a different name and pronoun, if they're." publicly out as a different gender at school, you have to tell the parents. You can't keep that secret. And it was so offensive to legislators when that bill was introduced that they wouldn't even let us have a hearing. Um, so instead, we, uh, with a bunch of various groups and a particular legislator, his name was Bill Asaley, uh, we went to local school districts. And we there was a, a school district that was eager to pass this particular type of policy in their own school districts about parental rights keeping parents informed of what's happening with their kids, just informed. It wasn't saying that the kid couldn't uh, change their name and pronoun. You just had to tell the parents and um, it, it passed and it, it became popular. We had about 10 different school districts pass various forms of a notification policy, but the, the but the governor, the, um, the attorney general filed a lawsuit um, against the first school district uh, we've ca caused quite a stir out here. And it's all because we simply want parents to be informed. So, I mean, that's, th that is one of the policies that we're fighting for. Um, and I, and I'll let you comment, but I, I'm, I have a whole list of other things to talk about. No, tell us. I mean, cause I, I think this is important because basically, I mean, what's happening in California is what, you know, Democrats and, and liberals want to impose on the rest of the nation. And, you know, you look at someone like Newsom who clearly has bigger ambitions, who, you know, is gunning for the White House at, at some point. So, I mean, what's happening in California could become reality for the rest of us elsewhere. And so, you know, that's why it's important to be having this conversation, hearing from you and knowing, you know, what's happening in your state 
uh, because this could be the rest of the, the country. And, and I was saying, so there's tampons in third grade boy bathrooms in public schools. That was a well, you know, we've, they've already put that in down to fifth grade. Right. Um, there every boys. I think they, they mandate one boys bathroom in every school has to have uh, menstruating products for the, <laughs> the yeah, for, for uh, in the boys bathroom. So that so now in the boys bathroom, boys don't menstruate. But what is a boy? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I know not, it's just insane. It doesn't it's not based on biology. Right. So this this makes sense if you think. That biology, I mean, that sex and gender is a feeling you feel, right? And then you go in the bathroom that you feel more, that matches your feelings, right? So that's why you would put products in a boy's bathroom, because there are some boys that menstruate, according to them, right? And so now, that was just, it's already fifth grade, which is already ridiculous, because you got you can imagine what fifth grade boys are doing with tampons, Right. And so now, but now they just passed the bill to mandate it down in the third grade, right? Um, and this is all, and they th- say, oh, because, you know, there are some girls are menstruating early and, you know, we don't want it to, we want to make sure they have the products they need. And of course they had the Girl Scouts, the uh, the ones that were sponsoring the bill and testifying for the bill. Of course they weren't, they weren't mentioning the parts of the bill that, you know, they're also going to put it in the boys' bathroom, right? It was all about girls. Uh, but it, the boys were in there. It's like we. It's like a like. Oh well, that's just what we do here in California, um, you know. But so yeah. So that's that's part of the craziness. But but back to the um, the parental rights, right? It, the, the whole premise regarding that kids have privacy rights is that parents who believe that gender is based on biology are actually dangerous to their own children. They they are harmful. The, that particular belief. If uh, you told your child, you didn't affirm your child, if they thought they were a different gender, then that would that would cause them to commit suicide. And the state has a duty to protect children from harm, even from their own parents, which we already believe when it's physical abuse. But now it's the beliefs that parents have about gender that are harmful to kids. And so that's how they're justifying the secrecy. And so that, that also goes to custody. Right. I mean, we have um, we have judges here in California that are removing uh, children from the custody of their parents because their parents don't want to um, uh, affirm the chosen gender identity of their of their child. Right. I mean, there's a famous uh, case here of Abigail Martinez. Um, she's a immigrant woman who uh, lived in the L.A. area and her daughter was struggling with depression um, at school, went to a counselor uh, got re- got invited to the LGBT club, and they convinced her that her real problem with depression and anxiety was because she was really a boy, right? And so she was convinced she wanted the hormone treatment. She wanted puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and her mom just did, just wanted her to get counseling for depression. And they have been, the a judge took away custody from her, um, and she was put in her child was put in a foster home, given hormones. And her body was in such pain and agony, and she it, it didn't help her. And she, poor girl, it, it ended up killing herself by stand, sitting in front of a train. Um, and this is, and this this story um, was first brought out really nationally by the Heritage Foundation. Um, so she's been talking, speaking around the country on this. But 
we we have a, a bill here that was passed last year, um, uh, SB 107, that makes California a safe haven for any kid coming to California who can't get what they call gender affirming care. But really, it's cross sex hormones and puberty blockers and surgeries that destroy healthy body tissue. Right. It's, it's to transform your body to look like the opposite sex. But then you're going to be on those drugs and uh, have permanent damage to your body your entire life, like double mastectomies for you know young teenage girls. And so the law says that a judge can take temporary custody of a child if that child is brought to California by somebody who does not have custody. But if they came for these gender treatments, then California will take jurisdiction temporarily uh, for that purpose. Right. So California is now a threat to the parental custody, parental rights of the entire nation. Right. Because and, you know, so this is what we're really worried about um, is that uh, children are having more rights over their own decision making, whether it's counseling, whether it's healthcare decisions, um, whether they even live with their own parents. There, there's a bill that passed this last year. AB 665, we call the state uh, state sanctioned kidnapping bill. And what it does, it allows a uh, a child 12 years or older to consent to residential a residential shelter um, for any reason. So uh, let's say you have a counselor at school who uh, is encouraging uh, a child to transition. The child says, well, my parents won't let me. And says, well, you know, you you have the right to leave your parents and go to a residential center. We got this great home where you could, you know, we could help you. And so the child can actually leave. There doesn't have to be any accusation of abuse. Um, the, the the home does not have to be dangerous. All it has to be is the child decides they don't want to live there anymore, and and then they can go to this residential shelter, and that just passed. So this is all breaking down um, the rights of parents to oversee the upbringing of the, of their own kids and putting in its place the state or the child themselves, as though the a twelve year old you know, has the wisdom to decide these things, you know. I threatened to, to run away when I was a kid. I packed my suitcase and went down to the street and sat there for like an hour and then came back, right? Like when you're a kid, you're an idiot, you know? And I, and I have the best parents in the entire world. It's like, you, you just don't have the wisdom. You don't have the wherewithal. You're angry at the world and, you know, everyone around you. And you don't have the wisdom to know when you're being manipulated. Absolutely not. Right? Oh, by by a, a, an adult who does not have the best intentions for your child. So the, putting parental rights over a child protects the child from other adults who might abuse them. A 12-year-old can be manipulated. Quick commercial break. More with Greg Burt on the other side. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You know, I, I mean, obviously the pushing transgenderism on, you know, the, the country and society is a, a control thing. I think like a, a submission test to, you know, they can convince us to go along with something as nonsensical as this, then, you know, they essentially own us. But even more so, particularly after, you know, and with this conversation, how much of pushing transgenderism on our youth is to create that environment where they can separate kids from their parents, to create that wedge between a child and the parent and to allow the state and the government to have more control over our kids, to be able to intervene and then take control over children. Well, they've noticed that the, the biggest resistance to their plan, their their new view of gender and inclusiveness is parents themselves. Right. You know, they've warned they've got they've got the public schools. Right. But they, but parents are still resisting, right? And they don't want any resistance. And so, in order to, in order to get a hold of your kids, you got to break down uh, this whole idea that parents have a right to make the final decisions about how a kid is is brought up. Um, that's got to break down. So you're really breaking down the family, right? I mean, the family is a, you know, I mean, the, the socialists and the communists always knew that. They had to break down the family if they're really going to take totalitarian control of a, of a country, right? Because the family would resist, right? Um, they, they and and the children would put their parents above the state, right? But you know they're trying to say the state know always knows best, right? Um, it, it it is it's it's kind of the Marxist philosophy that's permeated, you know uh our world for you know the last several uh decades not more decades but you know since the turning of uh, the last century and you know it's just coming this now is coming in a different form and uh, the sad thing is that parents don't realize it right it, it comes across as anti-bullying uh curriculum it comes across as uh, mar- it's marketed as you know, loving and compassionate and not being against trans kids. And who wants to be really who who wants to cause anybody to commit suicide? So it's like 
if you don't do this, your child will kill themselves and it will be on your head. You will be responsible. Um, and sadly, our medical establishment is not standing up to this. Um, a lot of our, our, well, they're making money, but also they'll lose their jobs. Here in California, um, it is illegal uh, to do what they call conversion therapy. My, helping a, a child accept their own bodies um, and uh, is now illegal. What you, All you can do when a kid comes in and says they think they're a different sex, all you can do legally is to affirm their feelings and say you're right. If you feel like you know the opposite sex, that's because you are. They, they, if they say anything different, they could lose their license. So there's no religious protections built in for anyone who says, hey, this is against my beliefs. This is for licensed counselors, right, and doctors. So if you have a, if the state has licensed you, you cannot uh, help a kid uh, deal with their uh, g- uh, gender uh, confusion. Um, you can only affirm it. And, and so all these doctors, you know, secretly they all, you know, will tell you, you know, yeah, I, I, this is crazy, you know, but no one will stand up and, and oppose it, not in mass. Um, and that's what, that's why I'm not sure if you heard of a girl named uh, Chloe Cole. Um, she was, yes, I've, I've interviewed her on the show. She's amazing. Yeah, so she's been. She lives, you know, a couple hours from the Sacramento capital, and she came and testified against some of these bills. You, you know, it, her story, but now she's suing Kaiser, right? And I think it's these lawsuits that are, hopefully will really help um, because th- these kids didn't know what they were consenting to, and they were only giving one option to treat uh, their gender dysphoria, right? And it, and the option, you know, caused them harm, right? It it didn't work. And, you know, how can a, how can a minor uh, consent to this? And how can a parent be told if you don't do it, you know, you'll be suicide? I think in, in her case, she wasn't suicidal until she, you know, had her double mastectomy. And I asked her about, do you harbor any anger at your parents? Or, you know, what? how do you feel about that? And, and she had told me that, you know, no, because her parents were so bullied as well as she was and think, into thinking that this was the solution, that this, you know, they were doing it with her best intention. And so... You know, oftentimes we wonder, you know, how a parent could go along with that. But as we're discussing, there's this societal pressure. There's there's pressure from, you know, doctors and from therapists and and what have you, you know, bullying the parent into thinking that, you know, my kid's going to commit suicide if I don't go along with this. I'm a bad parent if I don't go along with this, you know. And, and so, you know, I think that sometimes that doesn't get discussed as much either about what some of these parents are being put through and being manipulated as well into thinking that this is in their child's best interest when it's, it's clearly not, as we've discussed with Chloe Cole. Well, and, and not only that, but if you don't affirm your child, we could take custody. From, we, you could lose your children. So not only will you, uh, you know, you're, you're going to cause your kid to commit suicide, but now there's this underlying thing, though. Oh, if you don't affirm that you are harmful, right, um, and we could take your children from you. I mean, there was a bill that that Governor Newsom vetoed. We thought he was going to sign it, uh, and it uh, uh, let me. It was uh, AB nine five seven, and this bill was telling judges in custody cases that you must um, uh, uh, 
if a child is struggling with their gender, the affirming parent is determined to be the, the one that is protecting the child's health, safety, and welfare. So it was putting, it was telling a judge, you cannot uh, give custody to the non-affirming parent. So this is this is the beginning. It, and he, he vetoed it. Why do you think he vetoed it? I think he wants to be president. Yeah. <laughs> and he was he was going to have a hard time explaining taking children from parents. Um, uh, and he didn't, I think th- that, and he said that in his veto message, he says, you know, we're judges are already doing this. We, this bill isn't necessary. Like we don't need to tell judges because all the judge, all the judges are getting training, you know, that affirming gender dysphoria is what all the med- And here's, it's, it's so ridiculous, you know, so the law tells doctors they must affirm and then a judge says hey what is the treatment for gender dysphoria well let's what do the medical experts say oh look they say affirming is the only answer (laughs) oh yeah it's the only answer because it's the only answer you're they're allowed to give in 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 parents i mean what does a parent do they they trust experts you you live in society where you, you have to trust experts you don't know everything but when the experts become corrupt and they're not allowed to freely talk about the various options without consequences of their own careers. You do not have a, this is, this is what communism is like. This is what communism is like. And we we are slowly like a, you know, frog in a boiling pot of water, slowly warming up. We're not being, we're not, that's my biggest fear is, is not only that, you know, why California is the way it is is because of the silence of the population. If you we just had a poll released recently, and it said the poll said that sixty two percent affirm the scientific fact that sex is binary, and only twenty two percent held the view that sex is not binary. And over seventy percent of uh, respondents indicated that they define a woman as a biological born female. Yet. No one wants to stand up for that in society. And they're, they're just letting the, the experts and the legislators run over them. They've been cowered into silence. And this, this cowering, when it becomes part of the, the culture, like, oh, I don't want to cause conflict. I don't want to make people upset by telling the obvious truth. And so everybody silences themselves. That is a society ready for a dictator. I mean, if, if you and so we are, our organization is constantly encouraging not just Christians, everybody to you have to publicly oppose these things, right? And you do it in a loving way. You don't have to be mean, but you have to. It's mean to say nothing. It is cruel to say nothing. Children are being hurt. Uh, silence is destroying us, and so that's our that's our message. Everybody's got to find a way to speak up and say something. Quick break. More on the assault on parental rights. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't have to be cruel to someone or, or demean someone, but that also doesn't mean that we have to go along with a lie. And that doesn't mean we have to live their lie. Just because someone says something doesn't mean we have to go along with it, particularly if it's not truthful. And yet, you know, here we are as a society of sheep. And we saw this during COVID as well. And I think a lot of it's social media has conditioned, you know, I think the more we lean on technology, the less we use common sense and independent thinking. And then I also think that there's this sort of, uh, you know, societal reinforcement to be like everyone else to be accepted. And, you know, there, there's something really sinister there. And it, it's led us to this point where, you know, we're discussing the state's ability to take a child away from their parents simply because they don't want to go along with a lie. Where does this take us as a society? You know, wh- where are we heading? Well, I, I hate to think where we're heading. Um, if, if this continues, I'm hoping we get to a point where where parents and society realizes, you know, no, they just stand up and say, no, I'm not doing this. And even if that hurts my career, even if that me- means I lose my job, uh, even if it means I have to move, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stand up uh, to this. I mean, that's what, that's where I hope we, we get, um, you know, it, 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 it also is a symptom of, and this is from, you know, my Christian perspective is that, when you abandon a Christian worldview where there is a God who has created us um, and we have and our value is found in that creator God. And um, then people have a somewhere to, to base their identity on. Right. And they have a, a, a moral code like here's what good is. Here's what evil is. Those things exist in real. And there's a little bit of bad in everybody. Then we and we all we all, all need to deal with that. Right. Uh, but when you when you don't have that anymore, all you're left with is your feelings to guide you, right? And that's what's happening here in California. We're telling kids to decide who they are based on their feelings. And I don't know what you were like as a kid, but my feelings, you know, 
were all over the place and they were based on what peers were thinking and saying. And I felt, you know, many times terrible about myself, right? Because I wasn't accepted by this group or that group, you know, and so my parents would have to continually remind me of who I was, right? And that I was valuable and that God created me. And that makes me a, uh, you know, and I, I turn to God with my issues and problems. And yeah, you're going to have, you know, there's going to be, you know, we, we call it sin and there's sinful struggles. And, but that doesn't mean you have to live by those. You, you depend on God uh, to change and to get forgiveness. And what, what, if you don't have that, where do you turn for all your values? Right. And, and so I think the whole culture is like struggling. Where am I, where am I turning? Well, I got this group out here that says, you know, all my feelings are great. And my, if I want to, be my authentic self, well, then you just follow whatever your feelings tell you. You don't want society to try to determine their morality by how they naturally feel inclined to behave. You don't. I mean, go to a, a schoolyard and see how kids treat each other. Um, people, Kids need guidance, moral guidance. And it's not just, you know, the law of the jungle, because that's what it'll turn into. Inner cities where families completely broken down, and there's no guidance, and people just harm each other, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's, I, I'm, I'm hoping folks wake up. And, and you see pockets of, of parents waking up. Um, so that's encouraging. You know, we got a lot more parents speaking out here in California than ever before. Um, and so I'm encouraged by that. Um, and, and you got, you know, you know people like uh, Governor DeSantis, right? Standing up and talking about these things when no other, we have a problem in California. We can't get Republicans to speak about these things. Even the Republicans won't talk about any of these bills. They'll vote against them, but they won't stand up and say that, you know, sex is binary. They won't be like Governor DeSantis um, and stand up against the, the gender ideology pushed on, you know, elementary school kids. We don't have any Republicans like that. Sadly, Governor DeSantis, you know, I live in Florida. He's he's a, he's a good man and, a, and, a, and even, you know, and he's an amazing governor. We're, we're so fortunate to have him. You know, I, I keep saying, you know, during COVID, I'm like, this is the hill I die on with vaccines and all these different things. And then now with the transgender stuff, I'm like, this is the hill I die. You know, I, I refuse to I refuse to call someone a she who's a man. You know, I, I refuse to. I'm, I'm just I'm not going along with it. it. It's a lie. I'm not going to live it. I'm not going. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'll treat everyone with respect, but I'm not going to go along with some. I keep being like, this is the hill I, I die on. And then there's just so many hills. <laughs> it's, like, it's like never ending, Greg. Where can people find, you know, your work and, and, and learn more about the, the California Family Council? Yeah, our website is CaliforniaFamily.org. That's CaliforniaFamily.org. And, and all this stuff we've been talking about, I, I'm writing stories about it all the time. And so we're putting out three stories a week. We got podcasts that we're doing. We're we're got we're all over social media, um, you know, and so that's the best place to go to stay in touch with. And we have a newsletter you can sign up for. It goes out weekly, uh, keeps you in touch with what's happening in California. And you're right, what happens in California is is what the liberals would like to happen in the whole entire country. Um, and so you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but Governor DeSantis, not, not Governor. That, Governor Newsom really wants to be president. <laughs> so um, if you want to know what that means, you know, figure out what he's doing in California. He's already measuring the drapes, I'm sure. Greg Burt, this has been a really fascinating conversation. I, I truly appreciate your time and informing us about all this really scary stuff that's happening in California and, and could happen in the rest of the country. So uh, I appreciate your time, sir. 
Hey, thanks so much. That was Greg Burt, vice president of the California Family Council. He was amazing. I learned so much from him. So really appreciate him taking the time to come on the show and to bring all of that information to us. I want to thank you at home for listening every Monday and Thursday. But of course, you can listen throughout the week. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Until next time. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.